holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of His glory. Welcome to Gems for the Journey, Wisdom from the Word of God. Hey, God bless you, everybody. Welcome to Gems for the Journey, Wisdom from the Word of God. And we're your hosts, Matt and Stephanie Garrity. And we're founders of River of Heaven Ministries. And we have a threefold vision to rebuild and restore, equip and empower, and revive and heal. Through these broadcasts, you're going to be touched, rebuilt, and restored, equipped and empowered, and revived and healed. And you're going to be functioning like never before as a kingdom man or a kingdom woman. Amen. Great to be with you today for another episode of Gems for the Journey, Wisdom from the Word of God. What I want to talk about today is a very interesting phrase that the Lord gave me recently in prayer, and that's this. He said, son, I am taking dry bones to living stones. In other words, I am transforming dry bones, people who are dry, people in dry circumstances, dry situations. You feel like you're dried out, feel like, you know, that's it. I can't do this anymore. I'm going to quit. Whatever it is, he said, I'm taking those who feel like they are just a bunch of dry bones and I'm going to transform them into living stones. It's very fascinating. When you think of things that are dry, the Sahara Desert is a desert on the African continent. You know, it it spans actually 11 countries and it covers an area of 9,200,000 square kilometers. It is the largest hot desert in the entire world. Interestingly enough, the Sahara Desert used to be a lush region with many plants and animals. It began to dry up around 4,000 years ago due to a gradual change in the Earth's climate. The Sahara Desert is also known for its very low humidity. It's one of the driest places on the entire face of the earth. The reason for this dryness is interesting because this area receives so little rainfall, hardly any rainfall. In fact, half of the Sahara Desert receives less than one inch of rain every year. So try to picture this landscape, if you will, that I just described, this vast, open, dry area in front of you. There's no vegetation, potentially no life, void of any kind of life that you can see. It's dry. It's full of death all around. And this is exactly how some people feel right now. This is exactly where this economy where the current state of our our nation and the United States of America and other nations, we keep hearing of wars and rumors of wars, all these things, pestilences. We just a few years ago had the COVID-19 pandemic and other people are warning of other pandemics to come. This thing called disease X that they're talking about, all these different thoughts, right? And really there's a lot of people right now that feel like they're in a dry place. They feel like, wow, I don't know what I can do. I just feel like I'm dry. I'm down and out. I I feel like that desert, like the Sahara Desert. That is exactly the vision that the Lord gave one of the prophets in scripture. And that prophet's name was Ezekiel. And Ezekiel chapter 37, 
It says this, the hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, and it was full of bones. And then he caused me to pass by them all around them. Behold, many in the open valley, and indeed they were very dry. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? And so I answered, O Lord God, only you know. Again, he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus is the Lord God to these bones. Surely I will cause breath to enter you and you shall live. I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. And so God gives this prophet this vision of this valley of dry bones, potentially looking something like maybe the Sahara Desert looks. And it looks like there's just been this carnage. There's just all these bones everywhere. There's no order. Bones aren't jointed together at all. And this interesting question comes. The Lord says, can these bones live? And the prophet responds, well, Lord God, only you know something like that. You know if they can live. And he tells him, here's the solution. Prophesy. Speak the word. Speak to the bones. Speak my word and they shall live. Speak my word and they shall live. So we're living in a time, again, where there's such dryness, such problem. The news, every day you turn the news on, it's something else. And you know, I believe even some of the media is being bent a certain direction, almost as though it was propaganda to try to control the thoughts of the, the masses at large. But for those who are feeling dry, you're not alone. You're not alone. There are many who, who feel this way in our society today. But the solution to all these dry situations, to the dry issues in life and to the dry relationships, the dry finances, the issue is prophesy. The issue is speak, is speak the word of God. And let's get into it more here. It says, so he didn't just hear that direction from the Lord, but it says here in continuing, so I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise. So nothing happened until the prophet actually began to do what God told him to do. He gave him a direction. He said, now go and prophesy. He said, you see all this dryness. You see this disjointedness. You see all this calamity in front of you. You you see this problem. And I'm telling you, this is what you need to do. You need to go prophesy. You need to speak. But nothing would have happened until he spoke. But then as soon as he prophesied, it says, I prophesied, I was a command, and I, as, the, as I prophesied, there was a noise, and suddenly a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and then skin covered them over, but there was still no breath in them. And so could you imagine this? The prophet begins to speak, he begins to prophesy, and all of a sudden, the bones begin, you know, this bone connects to that bone and the leg bone connects to the hip bone. And all of a sudden, all these bones that are disjointed and they're all over the place, they start to come into order. They start to come into alignment. They start to come into place with one another. And then something interesting happens, not just the bones come together, but then substance begins to come. Substance begins to come upon the bones, sinews and flesh. He sees muscle fibers. He sees 
skin. He sees all these things, but there was still no breath in them. So the situation had changed from being dry and disorderly and things completely out of joint, not making sense, all these things, but there was still no breath in them. And so then the Lord gives another command. He says, then prophesy to the breath, prophesy son of man and say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds of breath and breathe on these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me and breath came into them and they lived and stood upon their feet an exceedingly great army. And he said to me, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say our bones are dry, our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off. So that was the cry. That was the cry of the whole house of Israel. Our bones are dry, we're cut off, we can't make it, it's all over. But the Lord says, no, the solution is, I need you, man of God, I need you to speak I need you to speak my word. I need you to believe first that these bones can live, that this situation of dryness, that this situation in the house of Israel, in the house of your fathers, in the house of your nation, Ezekiel, that this situation can change, but I need someone that's willing to stand up and speak. I I need someone that's willing to stand up and declare my word. I need someone that's willing to stand up and to declare that these bones aren't going to continue to be this way. This is not going to continue to be the the confession of the land. This is not going to continue to be the, the way people feel about the nation, but instead it's going to be full of life. It's going to be full of promise. It's going to be full of vitality. It's going to be full of abundance. And this people, these people, the whole house of Israel, these individuals have been crying out that I feel dry and I'm cut off and I can't do this. And, you know, it's it's over. It's all over that these people are going to become an exceedingly great army. If you continue to speak the word, if you continue to prophesy and notice how there's also a progression in this. It wasn't just one time, speak, and then that's it. One word, pray one prayer. There was consistency. Will you continue to do this? Okay, you saw this happen. Now will you continue to pray? Will you continue to speak? Will you continue to speak my word until you see those dry bones turn into an army? What are you speaking, beloved? You know, we can all feel like we have times we wake up in the morning, oh, I might have this ache and pain when I get out of bed, especially as you're getting as people are getting older. You know, some people know know what I'm talking about, others may not, but we can have a bad day at work or at in the ministry, whatever whatever um, way your calling takes you in life. But consistently We've got to be careful what we're speaking out of our mouth because I believe that the Lord is calling forth dry bones to become living stones. See, God's army, we are the army of God. And once we're born again, once we receive Christ, we repent and believe and receive Jesus Christ, we become part of his family. We become part of his army. The Bible says that we're soldiers in the army of God. Hallelujah. And so there's a responsibility as soldiers in Hebrews chapter 10, 
in verse 38, it says, now the just shall live by faith, but if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him, but we are not, in the army of God, we are not of those who draw back to perdition. We don't go back to the darkness. We don't go back to the things we've been delivered from. We don't draw back to perdition, but of those who believe to the saving of the soul. In other words, we keep believing. We keep serving the Lord. We keep walking out and working on our salvation in fear and trembling. For this is not the time to draw back, beloved. It's a time to advance. It's a time to advance. Acts chapter 2, verses 40 through 45 says this, and with many other words, he testified and exhorted them saying, be saved from this perverse generation, come out from among them. Then those who gladly received the word were baptized. And that day about 3000 souls were added to them. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles doctrine and fellowship in the breaking of bread and in prayer. Then the fear of the Lord came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were done through the hands of the apostles. Now all who believed were together and had all things in common and sold their possessions and goods and divided them among all as anyone had need. Do you know that those were the same believers of Christ that at one point in time were hiding, especially Peter, who was preaching that sermon in the book of Acts. They were hiding. They were, they were wondering if they were going to be executed for following Jesus when he died. But when the Holy Spirit came down in Acts chapter 2 and enveloped them, tongues of fire, all-consuming fire of God, touched their life, and they were empowered, and they were strengthened, and they were moved. They were engulfed by the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God came and dwelt within each of the believers, and they went from becoming dry bones. They were dry. They were down and out. They were worried. They were thinking about even leaving potentially the faith, some of them. They were on their last, last straw. They felt like that Sahara Desert that we talked about earlier, dry, devoid of life. But when the Spirit of the living God came, the Lord Jesus told them, He said, I want you to go to that upper room. And he said, you need to wait there until the promise from the Father comes. And when the Holy Spirit came, they were baptized with the Holy Spirit. They spoke with tongues. They prophesied. And then they went out of that upper room with boldness and declared the word of the Lord. For those of you who are feeling dry, for those of you that you feel like your confession has been, I just, I don't know how I'm going to make it. This pandemic with COVID, I don't know. I, I just, I'm scared. I, I don't know what to do. I don't even really attend the house of God anymore. I'm not part of the body of Christ, but I know I need to be. If we're, if we're real with yourself, you're feeling like those bones in Ezekiel chapter 37, aren't you? There are some that are feeling that way, dry and disjointed and disconnected all over the place, scattered. But I got good news the Lord brought me today to encourage you and many other people to encourage you. I'm sure you're, you're hearing them as well. It's time to come together. It's time to come back together. It's time that, that the word of God is this, come together, O dry bones. I will breathe my life on you. I will, my, my spirit is being poured out on you for such a time as this. Don't worry about what happened in the past. Don't worry about what your current situation is right now. Though you might feel like you're dry, your whole situation is about to change, beloved. 
beloved. You, there are some on the line right now that are listening to me that you are in tremendous lack. You don't even know where the next amount of money is coming from. I see that changing. I see a John 10, 10 turnaround as you begin to call to the Lord and say, Lord, I don't want to be these dry bones anymore. Help me, Lord. Change me, oh God. Holy Spirit, come. Breathe on me. Breathe on me. I need you, Lord. I need you, Holy Spirit. For those who have not been serving the Lord for a long time, I see that you've been far from the Lord, prodigal sons and daughters, but but I see in a moment as you begin to cry out and say, I can't live this way anymore, and I don't know exactly what the solution is, but Lord, I'm crying out to you, and I'm saying, breathe on me. Holy Spirit, breathe. Holy Spirit, I need you. Breathe, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Fill my life. Fill my kids. Fill my my spouse. Fill my family, Holy Spirit, that we would have a, a relationship with the Lord God Almighty like never before. I see the Spirit of the Lord moving. Holy Spirit, in the last days, it says He has poured out on all flesh. Sons and daughters shall prophesy. Men will see dreams and dream dreams and see visions. God said, on my maidservants, on my men servants, I shall pour out my Spirit even in those last days. And the Apostle Peter was the one who quoted from Joel. He said, this is that. When he came out of that upper room in Acts chapter 2 he's and, and following in chapter 3, He said, this is that which was prophesied by the prophet Joel. In other words, what you're seeing now, us coming out of the upper room and speaking with tongues and prophesying all these things, this is that which was prophesied by the prophet Joel. Beloved, we are closer than ever before to the return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Yeshua, Hamashiach. What kind of lives are we living? Are we living status quo? Have we become dry bones? God wants to make us living stones. God wants us to be those like David. It said David took five smooth stones from the brook of Elah. Those stones at one time were jagged. They were rough. They were sharp. They were not aerodynamic. They could not be used to fire as a projectile out of a slingshot. It would have never hit the mark. But because those stones that had been smoothed over by the water, by the current, by the brook of Elah, David found those stones and they were smooth stones. And I hear the Lord saying, I am turning dry bones into smooth stones. The Lord is transforming. The Lord is bringing his breath, his spirit. He is also the living water. So as he washes over you, as the river of heaven flows from the throne of grace, we just say, Lord, send your rain, send your river. How we need the river, how we need the rain. Living water flow to us again, we pray. Famous old song that was done many years ago. We need the river of God. We need the breath of God. We need the Holy Spirit of the living God. And if you don't have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, you don't have a relationship with Father, Son, or Holy Spirit, I want to invite you today just to say, Lord, I feel dry. I don't want to continue to live my life this way. I can't make it another day like this. I can't make it, Lord, another week, maybe some another month. I can't make another year like this, Lord. There's got to be a change. I am sick of this. I don't want to live like this anymore. Friend, if that's you, I just want to encourage you just to cry out for the Lord. The work has been done. The sacrifice has been made. The Lord Jesus is the Passover lamb. Just begin to cry out, say, Lord Jesus, I repent. I need you. I love you. Save me, Lord. Save me. I I trust in you. I believe in the finished work of the cross. Lord, I'm sorry for all those things I did. Lord, I was deceived. Lord, I want to follow you. Will you remember me? Just like that thief on the cross, 
Again, we've told this story on this podcast many times. Maybe some of you have never heard it, but Jesus was crucified in between two thieves. And that is a picture of every man dying in their sin. One thief says he's angry, he's hurling accusations, he's, he's frustrated, you know, all these things. But there's another thief and the other thief says to the thief that's angry, don't you understand? We deserve this. We're dying on this cross because of the sins we're commi- we've committed. But this man between us, he committed no sin. He didn't do anything wrong. And he looks to Jesus, that thief does, and he says, will you remember me? I'm broken. I need you. I'm torn apart. I feel like those bones. I'm dry. Will you remember me? Will you put me back together? And Jesus said, surely today you'll be with me in paradise. I see the Lord Jesus. He is saying to many, surely, if you've asked, if you've repented, if you believed, if you truly, truly want me in your life, surely today you'll be with me in paradise. In other words, your spiritual reality is changed into being seated with Christ in heavenly places. You were not seated with Christ, but now you are seated with Christ. And when you breathe your last breath on this earth, or the Lord comes back and catches away his bride, whatever happens first, you will forever be in eternity with your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's exciting when God can bring something like dry bones, turn those dry bones into living stones. Amen. The Bible says that we indeed are our living stones. Hallelujah. We're fit for the master's use. First Peter chapter two, verses one through 10, it says, therefore laying aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and evil speaking as newborn babies, desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. Coming to him, Jesus Christ, as to the living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious, you also, that's all of us, as living stones are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Therefore, it is also contained in the scripture, behold, I lay in Zion, a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. Therefore, to you who believe, he is precious, but to those who are disobedient, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. They stumble being disobedient to the word to which they also were appointed. But you, those who believe, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, who once were not a people, but are now the people of God, who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. If you have responded to the call... You are part of the ecclesia. You are part now of the called out ones, living stones who are now built upon the chief cornerstone, Jesus Christ, the rock of our salvation. So there is an admonition. There is a warning to those who have rejected Christ. Do not continue to reject Christ. Come to the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Come. And I pray right now that his goodness and kindness would lead you to repentance, that you would know beyond the shadow of a doubt that your life is not a coincidence, that, that you being barely missed by that car, that you could have been in a car accident, you not having gone to prison because there was mercy that just showed up on the case, you 
having reconciliation with a family member that there's no way you thought that could ever happen, understand those are not coincidental things. That is the Spirit of God. That is the Lord. It is His goodness and kindness, and He is leading you. He is drawing you. He is saying, come to me. So, beloved, if you've been dry bones, I believe you are living stones fit for the Master's use. May the Lord bless you today. May He keep you. May His face shine upon you. May He be gracious unto you. May He lift up His countenance upon you. And may the Lord Himself give you His peace. May you realize more than ever before that you might have felt like your dry bones, but the Lord is turning you into living stones set upon Him as the chief cornerstone for such a time as this. God bless you. Until next time. If you'd like to connect with us, you can go to our website at www.riverofheaven.org. River of Heaven Ministries is advancing the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven through various means. In James 1.27, Scripture teaches us to care for the widows and the orphans. We take this seriously and are actively involved in supporting widows and others in need on a monthly basis. Together, we can do more. Additionally, our radio broadcasts and podcasts reach all nations, touching lives worldwide. Daily, new listeners hear the gospel, and through these broadcasts and podcasts, millions have an opportunity to repent, believe, and receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Listeners also learn about powerful Tabernacle of David principles through our teaching, encouraging all to worship the Father in spirit and in truth with great passion and purity. Your financial gift of any amount will help us to continue to support those in need and allow us to launch high-quality recorded radio broadcasts, podcasts, and teaching that are available for free to anyone who has internet access. With your prayers and financial support, we will continue to reach millions in our generation and multiply millions in generations to come. Thank you for partnering with us.